Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Back to school month comes to a close this week, just as real school (laughs) actually gets back to school Mm -hmm. in the real world. Um, We started in kindergarten with kindergarten comp, moved on to, you know, grade school, school, middle school with Diary of a Wimpy Kid, went to high school with the cheerleaders of Bring It On. And so it only makes sense that this last week we are going to college Mm -hmm. with back to school month. And for the first time, I believe, ever in our show, we have a titular movie for the month. We've never had a movie theme month that is, in fact, the title of a movie in that month. Yeah. Other than I, I think we eventually called last October Halloween month. Because we are all the Halloween movies, but none of them were Halloween. They were all Halloween two and forward. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, this is really the only one we've ever had where at the beginning of the month, we named the month. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, let's do that movie. All right. Uh, and so obviously, if you know the name of the month, like we've said it a bunch of times already, then you know that the movie that we are finishing off with is the 1986 American comedy film, Back to School. Rodney fucking Dangerfield. I will tell you this. (laughs) Other than Caddyshack and his little role in uh, Little Nicky, that Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, I think this is the first, like, Rodney Dangerfield movie I'd ever seen. Yeah. You as well, obviously. Same. same. Very much so. But, like, I knew who he was. Oh, yeah. Knew just through like pop culture that he was this like goofy comedic actor mm. and like very much kind of like a uh, Steve Buscemi like played into his kind of quirky looks. Yeah, his weirdness and that he's he's not yeah. <laughs> the typical guy. Yeah, <laughs> really legendary comedian. He's been in fucking everything and he was around forever. Mm-hmm. I always will remember him as. Uh, uh, Mr. Burns's son in one episode <laughs> of The Simpsons where he plays his son and it is hilarious because he's obviously this like oh, this guy he can, yeah. can't, can't get a break and he's nothing like Mr. Burns it's wonderful uh, but like it, the fact that you know I'm sure everybody has a Rodney Dangerfield impersonation in their back pocket just sort of shows how huge his yeah. influence sort of is or it's like Rodney Dangerfield and they'd be like oh yeah totally they're like oh I don't get no respect like even if it's a terrible impersonation <laughs> but I was so surprised watching this movie to realize that because I mean before we even watched it when we saw we had access to it mm-hmm. we were like let's totally do this one and since it's 1986 and it's Rodney Dangerfield I can only assume this is going to be one of the most problematic movies we've ever done on this show right and I was so surprised. It wasn't. Yeah, how Holy little crap. objectionable stuff there yeah. really was in the movie and how truthfully the like heart of it is Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. I was so surprised how like sweet the movie was. Right? That was <laughs> I, so, I, I was I, almost going to say off-putting, but it's like, no, it wasn't. It was great and it felt yeah. like warm and wonderful. It's more just that it caught me completely off guard. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we may as well jump into exactly how imdb describes the movie Mm -hmm. and then we will describe it better um more thoroughly yeah yeah to help his discouraged son get through college a fun-loving and obnoxious rich businessman decides to enter the school as a student himself considering that i don't look into these much before we watch them i just kind of go into it if i don't already know what it is Mm -hmm. no clue that it had anything to do with his son 
and realizing that was the moment where I was like, oh my God, this is actually so sweet. Yeah. You know, like it starts it off where he, you know, the, the credits essentially show his rise to fame mm-hmm. <laughs> as this guy who runs uh, big and fat stores, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is, feels like such a danger field joke. I feel mm-hmm. like he wrote a lot of his own shit in this movie. I, there like, were just so off the cuff, just him going. So many lines are unmistakably Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> where it's like nobody else would have said it this way and I doubt anybody else could have written this for him like it, you know yeah. like it's like oh no 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 I got this I know how to make it better mm-hmm. the one that really stuck out to me that I just want to point out was um why don't you call me sometime when you have no class <laughs> you know what I mean that that specific sort of like ironic wordplay mm-hmm. way that he does it I, I was just like oh my god that's so Rodney Dangerfield but like him Becoming this rich businessman, and then, you know, they show him with his horrible, frigid wife, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wrote down into my notes, I was just like, these uh, miserable, rich marriages are so confounding to me. Yeah. It's like how you fucking get to that point, you know, like they're having the dinner party and his wife is literally cheating on him at the moment. And he's mm-hmm. just kind of like, hey, I'll make a couple of jokes at you anyway. Yeah. And he just walks away. And I'm like, it's like he doesn't give a shit. It's so strange. Like, I, what, what, how do you get to that? <laughs> it's, it's, again, confounding. Yeah. Um, but once, like, I, for one, I was so glad how quickly that all kind of got resolved. Yeah. You know, it's um, like, you know, divorced she's, that night. Yeah. Like, she's horrible. You know, he's a slob and he's rude. And I was like, yeah, but you're fucking I, cheating on him. I mean, <laughs> like, who really gives a shit? That was one hell of a sandwich that he made. I think they set it up really well with the whole thing where it's like his wife apparently set up this party. It's her friends. It's not mm. anybody that he gives a shit about. He can't even get a beer. He has to go to his own fridge and get a beer instead of getting one at the like party thing or whatever. Yeah. So like him just being like done with it and like mm. fuck it. I, I I love the line. He just said I don't like or I hate small food. Mm-hmm. So he just <laughs> fucking takes the whole loaf. Like it's <laughs> I, there's something great about it. And I at that point he is somehow insanely likable mm-hmm. despite being like a sort of like rich slob yeah which is like that doesn't sound like a really likable guy yeah <laughs> but he he makes it that way and i guess unfortunately a little bit the writing makes it that way when you just see how horrible the wife is you know what i mean it's like she serves no other purpose than to be the like annoying cheating bitch wife mm-hmm. you know um, just to be the exact opposite of rodney's character so that you can see the juxtaposition right away you know exactly where you're at with him mm-hmm. and then the it's all over in 20 minutes and he goes to school <laughs> uh it was the end of that whole sequence when he's swimming in the pool and talking with lou his driver slash assistant <laughs> lou is great lou, lou is absolutely fantastic second best character <laughs> in the movie if not the best he's He's, he's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when he's swimming and everything and he's telling him, you know, what he plans to do, uh, you know, to go to school and everything. And the fact that he specifically mentions that, like, she was getting in between me and Jason, mm-hmm. you know, and just the fact that it was like, oh, he actually gives a shit about his kid. Yeah. You know, they share the phone call at the beginning. You get the idea that, you know, he doesn't really know what his son is doing because his son tells him he's on the swim team and he's mm-hmm. really just a towel boy of the swim team. Yeah. So, like, they're not necessarily, like, super buddy-buddy. So you're like, okay, what's the relationship there? And the fact that he very specifically, like, he looks upset when Jason tells him that, you know, uh, your new wife 
it doesn't seem like she likes me and wouldn't want me there. Yeah. You know, you could see that he's kind of affected by it. And then the fact that he's like, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> she was keeping me for my kid. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go help him out. Yeah. Or really just go visit him at first. That's the only plan. <laughs> but it was just like, oh, this is actually kind of kind of a sweet story. And you know that it's not just like, here comes zany goofball to come fuck up his kid's life. <laughs> you know what I mean? He like comes down just to visit. Another thing I loved in terms of the pacing of this movie, all of those lies Jason told are found out immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no lingering like, oh, I got to keep this one from my dad. Oh, geez. It's like, no, the second he gets there. He learns it all. He's like, yeah. you don't live in a fraternity. You're not on the swim team. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what's going on here? And I like that they got that out of the way. Yeah. So that they could just move into the other stuff. I will say, though, the whole, all the goodwill that was built up for him right away of like, I actually kind of like Thornton Mellon here. I like mm. this guy. Despite his odd name. <laughs> yes. But, he, you know, he seems pretty cool. And then he gets there and they're just like, well, we're just going to wander into some frat houses, like some Greek letter houses. Mm-hmm. First tr- one he finds. Yeah, just just trying to find the kid. And I was like, oh, age before cell phones, mm. where like you just go somewhere and you try to find somebody. Yep. <laughs> but him being the idiot that he is and not knowing anything about anything, mm-hmm. uh, just barging into a sorority house. Yeah, not noticing the very feminine decor, <laughs> yeah, the very clean Yeah, it doesn't look, like, doesn't look like a frat house. Uh, and then, you know, barging in on a girl in the shower and taking a second look as well. <laughs> <laughs> to Whoa. tell her that she's perfect. Yeah. Or whatever. But I, then it's really the moment afterwards where he is bribing the cop <laughs> to just be like, we're just going to say this is a bad day. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, this is going downhill fast. Yeah. I thought it was going to go way, way worse. So I was relieved it didn't get much worse than that. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the peak of, of like, oh, God. Other than having cops get beer later. Yeah. <laughs> which yes. was... A nice touch. (laughs) Uh, That was pretty ridiculous, too. But it was just like, oh, God, now he's like barging in on girls and getting away with it because he's a rich guy. Like, oh, this isn't fun. But they kind of go away from that pretty quickly. Yeah. As for Jason, you know, the other sort of main character of the movie, he's fine. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily great, but he was definitely not bad. It wasn't like, oh, God, another scene with this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was just like, it was just such a shame to be paired up right alongside Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it is so hard. Like maybe back then it was easier to to just be like, yeah, this guy's pretty good and this guy's pretty good. Okay, whatever. But to, for it to, you know, looking yeah. back yeah. right now, it's like, holy shit, every time Robert Downey Jr. rolls in, you're like, uh, uh, you got to follow him. You got to know what he's doing. You're kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, Jason. Yeah. Whatever you're talking about. Let me see what Robert Downey's doing. Uh, I called him Boy Downey Jr. at first because I was like, he looks like Boy George. That's his whole deal here. He's got that 80s like alternative guy, mm-hmm. like kind of fancy pants weirdo <laughs> kind of vibe to him. Uh, but he was wonderful. Yes, he was. He was really, really good. And uh, by the end of it, I was surprised how like little things that I feel like if it wasn't him, I would have just rolled my eyes at. Mm. And yet him doing it seemed absolutely amazing. That moment right towards the end, just before uh, Thornton has to go and talk to the Dean about whatever the fuck, you know, all the crap that he was doing. Mm. And you just hear this like Tarzan yell from out in the hallway. (laughs) And then (laughs) Downey just bursts in the room and flips over the couch and just like (laughs) right up to him and then starts talking to him. I was like, that was inspired. (laughs) Something about it just felt right. He was so good in that. He's a pro. Yeah. 
and then the other i mean uh, the 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 lady characters i was a little disappointed by and by that i mean like the movie really let them down Mm -hmm. (laughs) in terms of just being kind of written uh lamely i don't even even know if i want to say poorly but uh, a little bit poorly lame and a bit stereotypical (laughs) it was uh, see so there was the the professor diane Mm -hmm. sally kellerman who i thought was really good Mm -hmm. like she her character falling for thornton it was so like yeah okay it's because it's because he's the lead of this movie. Yeah. Not because it makes any sense for this character and that character to truly care about each other. <laughs> well, no, because he's such a free spirit and she wants to go out and have fun. And he's all about having fun. Yeah. I mean, I can absolutely see that in the comparison to her other boyfriend. Philip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Philip, the other uh, professor who hates Thornton. Mm-hmm. Um. Their whole relationship was kind of strange to me because, like, she seems very clear on the idea that, like, she's like, I'm just kind of fucking around, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going out with Philip, and then uh, and then we were supposed to go to dinner, but I was like, ah, I'll go to dinner with Thornton instead. And I ate dinner. Yeah. And then, like, but then, then she's also already has a date with Philip instead of being able to go to Thornton's big party later. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. But then she shows up to the party, and Thornton's in a hot tub with girls, and she's like, oh. And I'm like, okay, I would understand that reaction to like, hey, old man, these are these are children, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they're like 21, this is weird. But in the movie, it seems like she's like, I'm disappointed because we had a thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you, what? You're literally <laughs> on a date with Philip. Yeah. So it was like the dumbest screenwriting trick of like, oh, and then she's going to catch him with someone and get mad. Like, mm-hmm. you guys have established that their relationship is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that it's like this doesn't ring very true at all. And then Jason's love interest, Valerie Desmond, Terry Farrell. Mm-hmm. I could not get a fucking bead on her for the life of me throughout the whole movie <laughs> because like she's they see her from afar, and Jason and Derek, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. are like, you know, like oh she's the kind of girl who wouldn't date guys like us, blah 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 blah. And she is eventually dating Chaz later, the like head diver of the fucking diving team yeah. who is the guy from Karate Kid. At first I wrote down, I was like, oh, a bad guy from Karate Kid here. And then for a few scenes later, I'm like, I think that actually is the bad guy from Karate Kid. <laughs> I haven't really seen him that much. So it took a second. Um, but like, she's kind of dating that guy. Okay. So like Jason's going to have to like do something, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like is Rodney Dangerfield going to push him to like pull a huge prank and make her like you or some sort of silly <laughs> thing like that. And then she just kind of like, Comes up to him at the library. Yeah. And is just like, hey, so uh, blah, blah, blah. And asking about their astronomy stuff and whatever. And I was like, this isn't really like a hard to get scenario because she seems like she likes him. Yeah. Like that she's just coming up to him. They're like, this shouldn't really be all that difficult for him. And then immediately she's like, do you want to do all my astronomy homework for the rest of the semester? And I was like, oh, wait. Or is she just fucking using him yeah. to do that? Like that seems really lame. And then later she kind of like, ditches him again mm-hmm. for Chaz. And I was just like, what is going on here? And then at the end of the movie, they profess their love for each other. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't see that at all. What? Like he, him saying that he loved her. I was like, that's way too much. Yeah. And if she just goes, you know, if she goes like, Oh my God, thank you. And they kiss or whatever, that's going to be super unrealistic. And then it gets even more unrealistic <laughs> when she's like, I love you too. And I'm like, ah, 
what From movie? When? What are we doing here? <laughs> this is ridiculous. How? Yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> and the fact that it really does kind of feel like she was like using him slash leading him on mm-hmm. is like, well, I don't really like you. Yeah. And you're not in the movie enough to make enough of an impression other than just like being the girl he likes. You know, yeah. like the scenes that she's in, she barely even does anything. Like she, when when they're getting ready, they're you know they're picking classes and stuff mm-hmm. after uh, Thornton's already mm-hmm. decided. You know, oh, he's gonna da- da- the days before doing that online. Jesus, that looked like a nightmare. Right, <clears throat> God, I thought doing it online was a nightmare. Yeah, that sucked enough. This looks like uh, crazy town bananas. Yeah. Um, but they're there to pick their classes and shit, and they get in line for astronomy, and then she's, you know, she wants to get in line for astronomy, so he's like, oh, I'll invite you over here, mm-hmm. and you can cut in line with us. And then she does, and then Chaz rolls over, and then it becomes an argument between Chaz and Jason and Derek, and she's just kind of standing there. Yeah. So it's like this whole scene is kind of predicated on her. And it's like one of her like introductory scenes, and mm-hmm. she's just kind of hanging out. She's also the one that kind of like encouraged it because she said, you know, oh, these guys were here first. They let me cut in so that, you know, it would be their decision. Yeah, she passes the buck to them and then just sort of disappears into the wallpaper. <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah. stand back here, chat it <laughs> up with Rodney. It was just, it was kind of weird to me. I did like the trick that. Thornton and Lou pulled to, oh, to, to get, get the them. crowd out of the room. Yeah, yeah. I did. I enjoyed that as well. I was like, oh, this guy, he's going to be picking up Springsteen, but from where? Right here. Everyone wants to see him. So they all fucking run out of the gym. Always in these like college movies, there's the like uptight Dean. And they, they were like, we're not going to do the uptight Dean character. Ours mm-hmm. is actually the pushover Dean <laughs> who just accepts all the money that Thornton gives him to let him go to school yeah. and whatnot um, <clears throat> because he has no like transcripts or high school diploma or anything. He just mm-hmm. basically went right into business yeah. and became you know a millionaire or whatever. Uh, I do love that hard cut from him being him like, you know, wanting to get into the school straight to the like, oh, and here's the ceremony for the Thornton Mellon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> business school hall that he donated and all that kind of stuff. Like, of course, that's how he gets in. <laughs> but even again, it's probably just the danger field of it all. But I still couldn't even feel much like resentment about like, oh, of course. And he just bought his way into school. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, well, I mean, he's doing it for his kid, and the school's getting money, and what, what's what's he really going to do? It's yeah. not like he's going to do something that will damage, like, all the other students or something. You know, mm. they never really, they don't do anything like that. But Professor Barbe, he becomes the uptight dean mm. character. They just mm. make him a professor instead of the dean. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he's fucking British because he's the bad guy, so he <laughs> has to be British. Uh, but I thought it was so silly, that sequence, when him and Diane, you know, are going off to do their thing, and he's essentially proposing to her, mm-hmm. except he apparently can't speak in anything except business metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do Is Diane he, I think, like, a, a merger or whatever. Like, what? You can't fucking just say it? Like, oh, my God, you're the worst. Of course you're going to lose to Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Like, he at least has the capability of, like, speaking human yeah talking like a normal person (laughs) um and there's i mean i uh, truthfully as much as i said like "Eh, it seems weird that uh, diane and him would get together he does become fairly human when he finally talks about what happened with his like first wife and that whole situation Mm -hmm. because like i said like how confounding those sorts of marriages are 
but they hadn't explained at the beginning that it's like, okay, it wasn't that he like divorced his first wife and then married some horrible nightmarish woman yeah. where it's like, how, what, why would you eat? <laughs> that just seems like a poor choice on your part. Uh, but then, you know, learning that it's like, oh, okay, Jason's mom passed away yeah, and he was so sad and lonely that he just kind of found someone and was like, all right, we'll get married, I guess. And she was like, you've got money. Sure. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, so it, it totally, it made a lot more sense as the movie went on. And I was like, I was surprised there's this much depth to it. You know, <laughs> a little bit. I was expecting it to just sort of be like, yeah, just gloss it over. Like it's not mm -hmm. Jason's mom and that's all we need to know. Yeah. But they go a little <laughs> bit further. I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm also loved him like just showing up barbe in that first class where like mm. every, every little thing that he mentioned he's like well you know really what you'd be doing or like why why are you building you should be leasing and you know, all those sorts of things where it's like well i mean why'd you have to take this class thornton you're just here to make you know to, to help jason do it yeah so why isn't he just taking you know fuck it all classes and you know just right. like silly electives and stuff instead of going to business classes where it's like what the fuck does he need to learn he, he doesn't need to learn he probably thought it was going to be an easy a like business class i've been yeah, doing business, business for 40 years <laughs> i guess so i mean it's just funny in the end where it's just like what does he give a shit about his grades for either too right. like yeah, at this point the way that he just throws money around it's like, like even pay if the he, dean to change them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, even paying the tuition and then failing is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. If he got Jason back on the right track, then mm. like, eh, it was worth it. Then even if I fail and get expelled or whatever, you know, yeah. it, it it just it seemed a little weird to me that by the end of the movie, he seemed to really care about his standing at the school, and I was like, <laughs> you don't need it. You're insanely rich already. There's nothing that's gonna happen for you going to college as like a 60 year old man. That's that's really going to accomplish anything. I mean, it, so who cares? It kind of it not kind of it definitely goes back to like what Thornton's dad said to him, and, and then, then what he, he said, said to Jason. To, yeah, like doesn't matter rich or poor, doesn't matter man's got nothing without an education or whatever it was that he said. <laughs> I mean. The type of money that he throws around and the shit that he does with it sort of proves all that wrong. <laughs> also, just the way that he, like, when they showed him, like, actually doing business work, like, in a meeting, uh -huh. he clearly knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it, it's a great message, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because obviously I'm absolutely a believer in education, and I feel like the, like, anti-intellectualism that we've fallen into as a people is nightmarish and terrifying agreed uh and i'd much prefer people get educated mm -hmm. but it, it's just like for this specific guy at this point in time like eh, who cares anymore <laughs> like if you wanted to go back and get your high school ged just so that you have that completion to your name yeah. like fine go do it you don't need to go to college yeah don't and waste your time <laughs> really um, <clears throat> I'd say don't waste your money, but it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what was nice, though, I will say, and this is probably just, uh, you know, a reflection on the times that we're living in now, is that, like, it was suddenly so easy to like him when you see the people that he hired to do jobs get paid. Yeah. <laughs> and tipped. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, the, the fact that it, yeah, that it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, he does a bunch of rich guy stuff mm -hmm. like a dick. It's like, no, 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 he does the rich guy stuff and he makes sure that the people who help him are well taken care of. Yeah. Like, wow, that's uh, that's a refreshing take on the on the rich old white guy mm -hmm. sort of deal. The fact that he like straight up paid for like 
everybody's books. Yeah, just for the fuck of it. Like, I'm sure the prices of college textbooks weren't as ridiculous as they are now back in the 80s. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm sure they're still awful. They're still, yeah, they had to be. Like, it's... (laughs) They're college textbooks. (laughs) Exactly. And it's nothing to him Mm -hmm. to, like, oh, yeah, and then I'm going to get three of these sweaters so that we all have one and we're going to get a bunch of pennants and all of this stuff and then everybody get something. Yeah, Shakespeare <laughs> on me, I think he says. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it was sort of fun. I, the one that I was specifically thinking of was when he does that hilarious dorm room renovation. <laughs> I thought the, 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 the renovation itself is fine and it's like, okay, that makes for a better place to set scenes in yeah because it's wider and more open than like a shitty tiny little dorm room would be (laughs) really it was the reveal that killed me where they're all going into separate doors and they all open it into the same giant room Mm -hmm. that was a perfect little moment but it was the dude you know coming back the guy who clearly had been working on it and was telling him like oh yeah it's all done all ready for you there and he's like hey you go here's the thing and uh put a put an extra couple hundred on there for you boys and you know like he's telling him to charge him more yeah and to take that money as his own, mm-hmm. <laughs> not to the business or the company or whatever. Yeah. Like, that is actually pretty altruistic and charitable. Right. <laughs> Where you're like, I kind of fucking like this guy. Yeah. Um, another little moment that I liked, too, was um, Sam Kinison. The history teacher? Playing the teacher? history teacher, yeah. Brilliant. That was wonderful. Uh, you know, it's it's like, that's his shtick. Yeah. Is the, like, yelling and, like, being just this, like, crazed <laughs> dude. But from what I was reading, something cool is just like Rodney Dangerfield loved young comics, always wanted to help young comics out. That's awesome. And was like, absolutely. Apparently, he was originally pushing for Jim Carrey. Oh, nice. And they that were like, also would have been funny. But in 86, they were like, he's just too young for yeah, the part of for like a, a professor. professor yeah. yeah. And so it was like, Sam Kinison, perfect. Mm. You know, like, I'm not even that huge of a fan of Sam Kinison, but I respect what he does. And I was like, yeah. oh, of course. Oh, of course <laughs> he's going to be a professor who's going to start screaming. <laughs> yep, there he goes. Now he's screaming. Like, you knew what was going to come. Mm-hmm. And still. It winds up being funny, and it's like, that's, then, that's a gift. And then him not calming down until Rodney screams in his face. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I, I dug it, and I was a little sad there wasn't more of it or no more of it. That's what felt weird. Yeah. I was like, if it was a complete one-off scene of just that class he's in and it's Sam Kinison, then like, cool. But then they bring him back at the end and mm. he doesn't really do that. Does he yell at the end too? I feel like he almost doesn't. I, he, and it's like, like why'd you even, I <laughs> why'd think you bring he yelled him back? like one line. Oh no, that's right. He does. He, he yells at him to like answer the question or something. Yeah. He's like, give him a second to figure it out. Answer the question. <laughs> like he freaks out yes. on him. So, okay, never mind. No, it's perfectly good. I, I take it back. And then uh, the <laughs> the reveal, like halfway through the movie, that I had no idea was going to come back in the end, and I had no idea how the ending was going to relate to something that you and I both know so well. We'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> but when they show that, like, oh, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield's a diver, that's where his son got the sort of drive to be a diver. Because mm-hmm. um, at first I was like, okay, so you didn't make the dive team. Uh, and now fucking Karate Kid bad guy is, you know, uh, threatening you and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. fucking quit the team. You're the towel boy. Who fucking cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why put yourself through that? 
And it's like, okay, well, if it is his like dream and he kind of mm. wants to, you know, follow in father's footsteps, sort of, because they don't talk about it much. Yeah. Jason and him. It's more like they both talk about it to other people and we get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing Rodney doing the dives and stuff, loved the like <laughs> obvious stunt double oh, work there. So <laughs> obvious. Like, nothing you could really do because there's nobody out there who can do those jumps that look like Rodney Danger or anything close. <laughs> yeah, like, like they would have to they would have to put them in a prosthetic suit to give them that like belly mm-hmm. that he has because like they, like it, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. There's not going to be a professional diver who looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> but him being, you know, a guy who used to do all that kind of stuff, he did the triple Lindy, which is like, well, they mentioned it. That's coming at some point. Mhm. Didn't know exactly how it was going to show up. Yeah. Expected it to have more stakes. Because, like, in the end, it's kind of silly and almost, like, arbitrary that it's even happening. Like, there's this huge celebration that he does it. And then you realize that, like, why did that happen? (laughs) Like, wait a minute. Like, I truthfully, we'll, we'll get to that ending part. But there's a point in the ending where I'm like, I don't understand why people are doing the things that they're currently doing. Right. I'm a little confused how the movie got us here. And it really seemed like they were just like, oh, we need to get there. So get us there. <laughs> Thornton going to the bar when he's supposed to be like studying with Jason. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, God, picking up college girls. This could go sideways mm-hmm. so fast in a movie like this from this era. Yeah. Oh, geez. And truthfully, the most offensive part of that whole bar sequence and all of that was the worst cover of Twist and Shout I've ever heard in my life. Seriously, God, why? What a lifeless, garbage version of it. And I'm not even saying, like, because Rodney Dangerfield ruined it. It's like, no, no, no. That first verse and and chorus where the band is playing it, I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. So surprising, too. Literally, (coughs) weeks within uh, uh, this movie coming out was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which famously (laughs) includes Twist and Shout in the parade sequence. And so, like, that's funny that they both include it. But in my head, I was like, which of these came first? Because who decides to use this awful version (laughs) after they already use that fantastic version of the song? In Ferris Bueller. And I'm like, oh, okay. They were they didn't even they weren't competing against each other because they both did it at the exact mm-hmm. same time. It was just really poor taste in this one. Yeah. That they used this version. They got the wrong one for this one. Yeah, this really <laughs> sucked. But I did find it funny, like just thinking about it, because it keeps cutting back and forth between him at the bar and Jason uh with uh what's her name? Valerie or whatever. Yeah. And Derek shows up briefly to talk about the anti pep rally that he's gonna <laughs> go do. Like it, it's God, every single time he shows up, he steals the scene. Right. And every single time he leaves, I'm like, I wanna f- keep following him. Let's go with him. The, yeah. Can we go with Derek? I wanna go with Derek. <laughs> I love I especially love the scenes that Derek and Lou had together. Yes. That, that was like... such a good combo. <laughs> Lou oh. have been being beaten up for the past four years. Where have you been? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's absolutely wonderful. I love those two. I just thought it was hysterical that they just like suddenly cut back to the bar and it's like, wait, did Thornton just commandeer this band's performance? Did I... he just like run up to the stage like, hey, I love this song. Let me do it. And then just starts fucking singing it. And everyone's like, sure, why not, old guy who can't sing? <laughs> Because it's not like it's he, really uh, good. No, but he probably paid him off. <laughs> Just flashes. Here's bills. a few bills for each of you. Yeah. Keep playing. I'm going to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, it's just going to turn into something that nobody can recognize anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Another line that was absolutely Rodney 
was when he was talking about how tough his high school was. And he <laughs> says, yeah, our football team, after they sacked the quarterback, they went after his family. <laughs> like, that's a great oh, line. God. That is such a funny line. And I feel like uh, I feel like football announcers should use that. For like, if somebody really sacks somebody, <laughs> he sacked the whole family on yeah. that one. <clears throat> That'd be great. Um, <clears throat> uh, real quick though, because at, at a certain point, it starts getting clear that like, okay, Thornton isn't learning anything here. You know what I mean? He's he's outsourcing all of his homework, and he mm -hmm. basically just has his business people doing his homework for him. He sends yep. his secretary to the class to type out all the notes edie like, mcclurg of course she's a secretary oh, edie there McClurg. Too. what a <laughs> wonderful version of her i you know i've seen her in a bunch of stuff obviously there's mm. bueller obviously uh the the car rental lady in planes trains and automobiles mm -hmm. so good uh this one i thought was so wonderful because like she just has zero attitude and mm. it's just like oh as soon as he starts oh, no. kind of pushing back on her. Yeah, that shot where it's like <laughs> over her shoulder on his face as mm -hmm. he's dictating what he wants her to be writing and her eyes are just like getting wider. That's all That's all she is in that moment is just eyes getting wider and I'm like, she is killing it. This is so good. Love Edie McClurg. Um, <clears throat> but he goes and like convinces Diane to be his tutor. Because it was yeah. just like, oh, come on, man. She's like, uh, I don't think you're taking this seriously. And he's like, oh, well, I might need a tutor. How about you just do it? And it's like, uh, why? She's the teacher, though. She's teaching. She can't teach and tutor. That's just teaching you. And they go to her house and there's just random yard pooches. I didn't understand what was going on. It's like they're leaving the house mm -hmm. to go out to like dinner or something. And there's a dog in the yard just yeah. laying there. And then a secondary dog out of nowhere. Yeah, jumps the fence. Yeah, assumedly to come have sex. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, and she's just like, oh, geez. And it's like, lady, is that your dog? Are both of them your dog? Whose are, dogs are these? Are they just really well-kept strays? What is yeah, going on here? Yeah, I had here? no idea. I was like, I don't understand how somebody directs. I don't understand how somebody writes <laughs> and directs a scene like that the way that they did because it's just like why is nobody thinking about whose fucking dogs these are why she is so blase about the fact that the dogs are just outside <laughs> in the yard and hanging out and having sex like does she care if her dog like is if her why? dog's the girl is it gonna have puppies does she not give a fuck if some stray impregnates her dog what I kind mean, of shitty unless, dog owner unless her dog is fixed and then it's not a problem <laughs> i guess but, i mean i wouldn't even expect her to know if it's fixed because she I doesn't mean, even care that it's just sitting outside when she's leaving to go somewhere like why? she just lets her dog wander <laughs> this i was like, very concerned about the dog treatment <laughs> i totally agree and i don't say this often but i feel like the dogs didn't need to be in the movie oh yeah absolutely it was weird uh, like okay. i prefer seeing dogs but yeah, yeah. they were completely superfluous <laughs> and there's just that one moment later where they're like looking through the window yeah and that's like, kind of uh, it i did love even though i didn't recognize him myself uh, when the door opened it was clear like, oh, that's funny. He needs to learn about Kurt Vonnegut. So he called Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> <laughs> to come over and explain his work to him. Yeah. Uh, which leads to an actually great joke later, in my opinion, mm -hmm. where she says that, like, whoever wrote this clearly doesn't know Kurt Vonnegut. And then he's on the phone with him like, fuck me. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that he's like mad at him for yeah. getting it wrong. <laughs> like, this is your shit, Kurt Vonnegut. Next time I'm going to get John Ludlow or whatever. But... 
There was and like Jason gets onto the dive team and then immediately gets mocked by Chaz for getting bought onto the diving team. I mean, but Chaz is just a dick. He is. Um, I do feel bad for that kid though, William Zabka, the guy who plays him. Uh, because I mean, he's doing well now. He's on. He's got that Cobra Kai show, which is the like super late sequel mm, to mm-hmm, the Karate Kid, where mm-hmm. it's his following his character instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like he was in Karate Kid, and then he was in Karate Kid Two, and then he's in this movie, and he there's like a quote from him while making this movie that like I made Chaz way funnier. And they cut out a lot of my funny stuff. Oh, no. And they were even telling him, like, people are going to like you too much. You need to be more of a dick. (laughs) And that he realized that, like, oh, great. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm the typecast dickhead kid. Great. And it's like, oh, God, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Because he's good. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish I could see some of that more funny stuff. Because, like, there's no need for this character to not be funny. Right. You know, like, the only reason you cut his funny stuff is if you're not convinced your main characters are likable enough. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like, that's then you need to work on those parts. <laughs> Don't cut his part. His part like has a clearly defined dickish thing to him mm-hmm. where it's like, even if he's funny, you'd still understand he's the bad guy, <laughs> you know? So it's like the only reason you cut his funny stuff is because he's being too funny for the other people that aren't being funny enough. Yeah. It's like, well, tell the people who aren't being funny enough to be funnier. Right. Let him be funny. (laughs) Come on. It's a comedy. Yeah. Throw a pie for Christ's sake. (laughs) You know what I mean? And of course, Thornton has to throw a big giant party at the dorms because it's Mm -hmm. a college movie. (laughs) Yeah. And you need to throw big giant parties. Now midterms are over. Yeah. And, uh, of, of all the little gags with that party, uh, you know, again, the cops bringing beer, you know, mm-hmm. Philip thinking that like, oh, they're coming to shut this party down. And it's like, no, the cops are bringing more beer. Yeah. The best part of the whole thing is that it's like, oh, he he hired Oingo Boingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> the fact that it's a real band uh-huh. and like an actual like popular band, not just like yeah, a real band from uh, Appleton, Wisconsin that nobody knows about. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, no, it's Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Like in, in the movie, it still makes sense. It's not like Oingo Boingo was coming through town and just happened to want to play here. It's like, no, no, no. It makes sense that Thornton was like, I'm going to shell out all the fucking money it'll take yeah. to hire Oingo Boingo. <laughs> so great. Love it. <laughs> Love that so much. Um, During that parties when Jason sort of started looking a little bit like Jake Peralta. <laughs> he had the sunglasses on and then the like plaid shirt over a black t-shirt and uh-huh. jeans and like sort of messy hair. And... I, I'll say this. I saw Ben Schwartz. Uh, fair, fair. That's who I got out of that. I was like suddenly in that moment, I was like Ben Schwartz would have played him if this came out in like 2010. There were so many of those that I was like, oh man, that would have been, this person would have played that if this came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, that after the party is when we you find out that uh, Thornton's being accused of academic fraud, mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't believe he's writing his papers. And it's like, yeah, we, we know that. We know yeah. it's true. We know he isn't. <laughs> uh, so, of course, he has to, you know, complete a bunch of uh, oral exams and prove that he's actually learned things and all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, oh, yeah, here it comes. Now time for the real learning montage. Mm-hmm. It's like any other any other previous montages <laughs> were about getting away from studying. Yeah. And now, like, now you got to do it. This is cram time montage. Yeah. And I did love the one gag in it. The one that really made me laugh was the massage 
table part where he's on his back reading and Jason's holding the book above him and then he flips over and under the table Derek's laying with the book up at him so he can keep reading I thought that was a wonderful little bit or when he was like dancing with Diane and like oh yeah and they're both she, reading over each other's shoulder she was like reading to him like out loud into his ear as he's reading another book over her shoulder <laughs> yeah, like super studying somehow like uh, somehow studying two things at once and then um, uh, Jason hooked up the stereo to Oh, play right, yeah, to play while, while he's, he's sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> yeah, all of the tricks to learn everything as, as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, you know, if he fails any part of this random exam they're putting together, like because this is no way a formal thing. Yeah. This is not like the thing most people do. This is absolutely the like uh, movie compromise. It has to be some sort of like fantastical ending. <clears throat> so this is how it works. He gets expelled if he fails even just one of these things. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, one thing I didn't like, or at least I was just a little bit like, how do you not have this uh, saved for the end of it <clears throat> and make it maybe a little bit better i don't know i didn't like the fact that barbe goes first yeah i was like he should go last he's the mm. guy who's like gunning for him so it should be like hey thornton's been doing really good now it's time final test mm -hmm. the guy who hates him uh and of course he gives him the old uh completely impossible exam question question mm -hmm. you know where it's like where they just say something like discuss and then the broadest terms possible. Yep. It's like, what do you really, like, when, if you really sat down and read the whole thing that he asked of him, it'd be like, there's no reasonable way to answer this question that isn't literally writing a book. Also, the fact that it was one question split into 27 parts. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't think there was a rule against more than one question. It's just that that was the setup to like show him how fucked he is. It's like, oh, it's just one question. Like, oh, well, that'll be easy then. Mm -hmm. And then like in 27 parts of yeah. mustache twirl. Like, it's but just yeah, it's like, totally a dick move. Yeah. Like, I think that's what I wrote was like, what a dick. That is exactly what I wrote. What a dick move <laughs> putting one question into 27 parts. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then I found it funny, though, that once it gets to, to Diane's question, Mm -hmm. it's literally basically just like recite a poem yeah i mean it was a full poem completely recited from memory true and like he had some emotion to it like he <laughs> I, did I was... really well and then he was she asked him like what does that mean to you and he you know gave an answer that was relevant to the poem so <laughs> right but again it was like memorize a poem say one sentence about it and you're good, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I mean, um, but it was just uh, the line was was uh, uh, something about like it means I don't take shit from nobody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like that's that's an A plus answer there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, because Diane's the one grading it, then whatever. I guess that's what she's a little biased. <laughs> she's, I guess. she's the only one that gave him an A. Yeah, I did love that though. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> like they don't reveal it then. They only reveal it after the the ridiculous finale part. Yeah. Uh, but I do love that it was like all D's and in, in, in a, like an exciting way. Yeah. <clears throat> like those are passing all D's one A, <laughs> but all D's. You barely <laughs> made it through, but you technically made it through, so it's mm -hmm. okay. Um, but the actual final big set piece of the movie, Jason and the diving teams battle against the other diving team. Yeah. I'll tell you this, I had no clue 
that some 41's in too deep music video is just the end of this movie. <laughs> you know, like yeah. as I was watching it, I didn't, I didn't catch it until he was doing the jump. And I was like, Oh yes, <laughs> this whole thing, like Downey Jr. Being the one who's, you know, using the light and making noises and shit. I was like, Oh, that's all in the video too. This whole thing is that music video. It's just not Rodney Dangerfield. It's Steve-O. And I was like, I am both shocked and appalled. Like no, it was just, I, I couldn't believe that I had no clue all these years that that music video is just yeah. the ending of back to school. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like an idiot, but at the same time, it was so fun realizing mm -hmm. as it was happening, like, Oh, Kelly's definitely writing this down right now. Yeah, like, I remember this happening. I was waiting. Is, I was I've waiting. already watched this happen. <laughs> I was waiting for Brown Sound to come out of the pool, right. like, <laughs> ripping a solo and shit. It was going to be amazing. Um, but it's so silly 80s movie that like them doing it in that music video just seemed like a perfect parody of one of those silly 80s movies mm -hmm. endings. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, no. It is not a parody of it. It is a one-for-one one recreation of it. <laughs> That's what got me so much is that it it's was, like, oh, yeah. it's not even, it, there's nothing over-exaggerated in, in that music video in, mm. like that isn't in the movie, essentially. Yeah, no, pretty much, <laughs> except, except for Brown Sound rising out from the pool. <laughs> yeah, to do his solo. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, loved it. I was so excited that that was happening. Yeah, and I was like, so of all fun. the ways to like sort of discover it, I'm glad it was in the process of watching the movie and not reading that and being like, oh, I should maybe look that look into that. Mm -hmm. It was just full on like, wait a minute. What am I watching right now? Oh, my God. Oh, so much fun. And the fact that there's like a little bit with Downey and Lou, too, mm -hmm. like no one ever heckles a diver <laughs> and then, like Lou sees the air horn, like kind of loving it. <laughs> yeah. Like them just being buds, mm -hmm. you know, at first, like before, before I realized that it was, <laughs> that it was that, that it was what it is. Mm. I was like, what does fucking Derek give a shit? You know what I mean? Like, what does he give a shit about the other team's divers? Cause he doesn't give a shit about his own school. And I'm like, I guess it's just for Jason's sake. Yeah. But no, like, he's what buddies is with Lou? He's just hanging out with Lou. <laughs> He's just doing doing buddy stuff with Lou. <laughs> um, but that whole thing is so ridiculous and hilarious. Uh, but again, like I had mentioned earlier, though, the moment that I just don't understand at all is Chaz faking his injury. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal was there. It was like Chaz goes up, does a jump. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, then then Jason goes, right? Uh-huh. Does a jump. And it's great. And it's almost perfect, right? And I everyone mean, loved it? Yeah. I feel like his was the one that was like 9.5 or something like that. Like it people was. were like, oh, it was tight. It was. It was like 9 and 9.5. Um, I don't understand why. He literally. I sort of did. When I watched it, I was impressed. I mean, he, he kept. He, it was a very clean dive. That I mean, I yes. think that's the case, isn't? Isn't that? The, was, isn't that the whole game? It, there was no. There was nothing extra. He just fell backwards and then. But just, he didn't. But he didn't fall. It was this like perfect like leap arc. Like there was no. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like oh, and he tumbled off and happened to land perfectly <laughs> straight. It was like just the most perfect like push off and form into the water. Like it was graceful as shit. I mean, I guess it was the the lack of like. 
any like super flips yeah, or like he doesn't like flip spin forward or, or yeah or corkscrew like or some like, crazy yeah, shit any sort of flourish there was yeah. like it was very clean it was a very beautiful and, and perfectly executed <laughs> dive yes i like a little flourish that's just you know <laughs> that's just that your first description of it made it, it sound like he just like passed out up there and <laughs> fell from it just like <laughs> and it, he just landed it perfectly somehow um, but yeah, and then it's like, okay, and then now Chaz has to go again? Yeah, they each get two dives. Well, I, well I mean, I just didn't understand where it's like, you don't have any other fucking divers on this team? Oh, yeah. It's just those two? Why is Chaz <laughs> going again? And then Chaz fakes an injury. I don't understand why. I don't know what he's trying to prove. So that he can't be the one to blame if they don't? I guess, I guess, but I mean, maybe there's stuff on the cutting room floor that was just too funny. Yeah, <laughs> that that explains this a little more. But I was just like, I don't know why he faked an injury. Yeah, like, is it to fuck over his own team to own Jason? Like, yeah, fuck you, asshole. Like, I mean, I don't understand what's going on with that at all. But then, of course, it brings in the ridiculous moment of like. Okay, then the coach, who knows that Thornton used to be a diver in the 50s, mm -hmm. uh, will bring Thornton on to do his famous triple Lindy jump mm -hmm. to absolutely win them this, <laughs> this competition and stuff, which is just 70 different types of ridiculous that that is how this movie goes. But again, I was blinded from most of the the like problems with it by just being like, this is the music video for Into Deep. <laughs> it was hilarious to me. I was totally, I was like, this is great. I'm yeah, not even going to complain about any of these little nitpicks because I'm having a blast right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but only in a way that, that like in a post Into Deep world. Mm -hmm. Like if that didn't exist and I'd never seen it, that ending probably would have been like, eh. That's I would have been like, yeah, okay, I get it. Hi, it's silly. It's clearly not Rodney Dangerfield and it's clearly like the most ridiculous and would not be allowed dive yeah. in the history of diving like you're not supposed to use the fucking <laughs> the the diving boards like that you know like if yeah. you leap off from the top one you're not supposed to then also hit something else like no it's <laughs> off and into the water that's that's the point of diving is yeah. you dive into the water not onto not, not, a yeah, board not bounce around like mario <laughs> from like platform to platform until you fall in the water like it was just so ridiculous but i was oh god i had a blast oh yeah and then of course there's the the commencement address given by a freshman yeah which uh you know on paper of course sounds ridiculous but then as i was thinking about it i'm like well he does have like i mean i guess if it's for the business school mm -hmm. section that it's kind of interesting to have that guy give the commencement speech yeah because he's already a success mm -hmm. even though he's a freshman so i was like i guess that kind of makes sense yeah but then his speech kind of has nothing to do with business yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of like hey this was pretty fucking great wasn't it <laughs> i had a really good time and then of course freeze frame ending to respect mm -hmm. by aretha franklin i just wrote you can't make that shit up that is the <laughs> most 80s moment in this super 80s movie and i full-on laughed out loud when it happened yeah. for two reasons for one because that's so absurd the idea that a like rich white guy who bought himself into a school and just barely didn't get expelled <laughs> deserves to be scored with respect yeah. you know what i mean like come on dude you were not fighting an uphill battle here you were kind of just fucking around but I, I was also laughing hysterically at the fact that rodney freeze frame 
framed before the movie did. He, he does the finger thing and the like, hey, kind of face, and he stops moving, and the balloons and confetti keep falling. That's the hats. Oh, yeah, the hats are falling, and then they stop, and the whole movie freeze frames. I literally laughed out loud at that, but not at all the way they intended. That was where I was laughing the most, too. It was. He just. He stopped. Yeah, it was so, so absurd that I was like, what a perfect way to end this. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it had tried to be. Yeah. Like, as much as I said that, like, oh, it's kind of a sweet story. That that's getting into it. As yeah. it goes, it gets more ridiculous and silly and outlandish. <laughs> so like trying to end it on a real heartfelt note, I feel like probably wouldn't have worked. So like, yeah, just go fucking buck nuts crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be the weirdest shit I've ever seen, please. Thank you. Uh, and it it uh, succeeded. Yeah. Also, I I couldn't sing it right now because I don't remember it at all. But I had a super affinity for that back to school song. That they played at the beginning, and then in, I mean, you probably just turned it off, but I skipped ahead and heard it again in the end credits. But back to school. Like, there's something about it that's super fucking 80s and silly, and I loved it. Like, it should have been used for a sitcom. Absolutely, 100%, dude. Uh, It's, oh man. I, I did wind up having a blast, though. So surprised. Yeah. Again, thought Very it was going to be. Yeah. Thought it was going to be real nightmarish. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot of uh, Uh, negative talk this week. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting at least one rape in this movie. Yeah. And from what I can tell, there wasn't. At least not on on camera. Yeah, none on camera. (laughs) Unless Um, you consider that little dog thing. (laughs) If that that one dog wasn't into it and the other dog forced himself on her. I mean, that's that's nature at that point. There's a whole, like, consent between dogs doesn't happen i guess you know um <laughs> but yeah no every any any like everything sexual, was consensual yeah it all seemed consensual totally like uh, holy crap surprise. 80s yeah. way to go <laughs> <laughs> oh man like, even fucking uh pretty and pink couldn't manage oh, that one god right oh man uh but uh i think that's gonna wrap it up for uh for back to school, the movie and the month <laughs> here on Popcorn for Dinner. Uh, totally had a blast. Mm-hmm. Super glad we chose it just because there were a few movies in here like this one and mm-hmm. Kindergarten Cop and stuff where it was just like, I hadn't seen him and I probably should. Yeah. And so I was glad to finally do it. And then bring it on. I was so glad oh, yeah. to you've finally been, be able to. I was going to gonna say, you've oh. been you've been champing at the bit to put that one somewhere. And it was mm-hmm. like, how about here? And it's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, yes. Total blast. Uh, don't really even know where we're going to go with it next month, but that's pretty par for the course. So uh, yeah. we will find out with you next week. But this is Jeff. And Kelly. I'm satisfied. I'm outraged. (laughs) 